but it's the daily practice of all the monotonous, little, boring things like brushing your teeth that matter the most. She didn't fall in love with you because you remembered her birthday and bought her flowers on Valentine's Day. She fell in love with you because when you woke up in the morning, you said good morning to her before you checked your phone. She fell in love with you because when you went to the fridge to get yourself a drink, you got her one without even asking. She fell in love with you because when you had an amazing day at work and she came home and she had a terrible day at work, you didn't say, yeah, yeah, but let me tell you about my day. Right. You sat and listened to her awful day and you didn't say a thing about your amazing day. This is why she fell in love with you. I can't tell you exactly what day, and it was no particular thing you did. It was the accumulation of all of those little things. podcast. I am your host Rose and I like to make my podcast episodes when it's late at night when I'm super chill and I'm just relaxed. (laughs) So it is definitely 2am right now and I've been waiting to talk about conscious relationships and how to stop attracting these toxic partnerships and this goes for any kind of relationship but I'm going to primarily focus on love relationships in this episode. I can't say I'm a fan of dating advice if it's not speaking the language of energy because that is our true language and that is how we are navigating our relationships throughout life. This might shock some of you, but we have relationships with energy However, it might look like a person in front of you, (laughs) but you are definitely interacting on a quantum level. A couple of things I've noticed about our current society. Number one, it is primarily running off of wounded masculinity, and this is not gender specific. Number two, a lot of dating experts and coaches are giving advice from a place of 3D reality which I have touched on in other episodes, as by now, the 3D reality is a very small portion of what we truly have access to, and it limits our expansion, and it doesn't cultivate or manifest sacred unions into our reality. And I'm talking about all kinds of relationships here, relationships with our mothers and fathers, our grandparents, our brothers and sisters, thing that I've noticed the most is that men are learning masculinity from men who have not even addressed the resentment and anger they still hold toward their mothers and women are seeking advice from feminines that have not even addressed their father wounds and their imbalances that could be creating this lack awareness within them that makes them feel they must seek a partner they can't seem to grasp. So I want to dive deep into this and why things like this happen, first of all. But let's start with what is a conscious relationship first. You guys, I'm telling you after listening to this episode, you should definitely be in a better place as far as 
being in a position of truly embodying your self-love and your self-worth or at least beginning the journey but I have a feeling you've already embarked on it and that's why you've clicked on this episode so what is a conscious relationship for me it's a mutual intention a vision and a desire to bring awareness to our inner worlds and the consciousness within our relationships as I said earlier in the episode we have relationships with energy so you can try disregarding this however this creates disharmony and challenges and irritations within our dynamics and without being aware of our internal worlds healing only becomes difficult and blame will manifest itself why because responsibility has yet to integrate this is all about coming back into love at any moment i see our relationships with others as a living breathing entity so when i say this we can think this is the awareness that is within us that i do touch base on and the first couple of episodes i dive deeper into this this is the awareness the consciousness within our relationship dynamics so basically it's made up of pure magnetism and this is how you attracted the sacred union in the first place but i will be touching on that later on as well so i'm gonna say conscious relationships are made up of these four base foundations that i feel without things may not go as smoothly we can think of it as a house of course you lay the foundation right we can think of a tree it has its roots without these anchors i'm not really sure what would happen but they are in place for a reason to stabilize certain things i could imagine (laughs) so let's dive into these foundations that i have found and sacred unions of course so this is all about a relationship to self believe it or not so we are consistently reflecting we are doing shadow work we are self-aware right we're able to look at ourselves at our actions at our emotions and understand where they are coming from and why they are manifesting within our reality experience this is our foundation in which our relationships with others falter or flourish so ask yourself are you neglecting parts of yourself for instance you could be a man neglecting the part of himself that fears or is open to love for instance you can be a man that is neglecting that feminine aspect that vulnerability there could be fears you could be neglecting that part of you for whatever reason whatever programs you have been conditioned with so just ask yourself are you neglecting this because there is a chance this will manifest itself as neglecting your partner so let's move on to another one connection to our inner guidance i found that having a keen intuition and a sacred union is everything 
it makes up a big portion of these relationships. This is the healed feminine aspect, that moon energy, the subconscious. What we fear, unfortunately, until we integrate this and we tap into this and we see that there is nothing to fear after all. Of course, this takes work and this takes time and this takes patience and understanding. It's all a part of the journey into the inner self. So connecting with your inner guidance, right? This is an important piece of self-awareness and developing a sacred bond between the body and mind. Do you trust your feelings? Do you honor them? Do you honor your needs? When sensations and emotions arise, are you tuned into them? They speak to you. We've talked about this in previous episodes. The body, the brain, the mind, heart, and guts, and how these are our centers for communication with our higher So they bring awareness to your thought process and this is a way for us to examine if our thoughts are serving us or not. And you already know what to do with them if they are not. I have a technique I love to use when I'm thinking of negative thoughts within my relationships or even within myself. For instance, if a fear comes up or I'm having a thought that does not serve my highest expression, and I'll know this because my body will feel uncomfortable in some kind of way through anger, sadness, anxiety, whatever. My intuition is alerting me that there is something off balance, of course. So what I like to do is look at thoughts like clouds. They're always passing by and they always disintegrate. They always disappear. I think to myself, and this is, I believe, a psychological way of dealing with something like this that truly works to create neuro pathways, I believe. It's a cognitive diffusion technique that I absolutely love, and I've used it myself a couple of times. So when you are having a thought, think to yourself, look at it in third-party perspective and say, it looks like this thought is coming up. It looks like my mind is wanting wanting for me to examine this thought. So examine it, look at it from third-party perspective and decide whether or not you are going to give it attention or not. And then do away with it just like a cloud moving across the sky. (laughs) Just It's going to disintegrate, fall apart, unless of course you shift your focus and you decide to give it energy. You could say at this point that a sacred union is truly all about the inner world, right? As I said, it has much more to do with us than partner that is in front of us because this is not a relationship built off of the ego mind which of course seeks to or just seeks to gain seeks the physical reality so another one I definitely want to add is emotional intelligence a relationship is a meeting of the body sensations thoughts beliefs and reactions to our environments Feeling and communicating them is a skill that I would say is highly important to cultivating a deep bond, a healthy relationship with anyone. You guys apply this to whoever you find is truly important in your life because I promise you these things create such a beautiful, loving energy 
around us and it only serves our reality. So, also, I definitely want to add self-soothing to this because I have seen, I have observed people with imbalanced energies just absolutely freaking out. This is the wounded feminine energy that is also rampant in our society today, unfortunately. You could say this is when someone is emotionally unstable. They're not able to regulate their emotions. They have some kind of wound. It could be from a past relationship that failed or scarred them in some way. And so the insecurities are at an all-time high. And this manifests itself in someone being very controlling, someone not trusting, right? Not being open to possibilities in the positive polarity. The universe is mirroring to this person that something is definitely off through their partnership. So tending to your inner child is so important here, your ability to self-soothe in moments of stress or fear, right? I always say, when you are dating someone, when you are in those beginning phases, you don't want to be examining parts of their being as if you are picking them apart. This isn't healthy, but your intuition will tell you if something is wrong or if something is absolutely in alignment. As I just touched base on. So have you ever seen someone that everything is going so perfect and or you've ever experienced this? Everything is amazing. Could be on a date or just talking with someone and something comes up in their life. Pay attention to how they react. Do they run away? Do they ghost? Do they scream? Do they I don't know, just however they react pay attention to this you guys because this is acting as a mirror to your subconscious right but pay attention to this can you mother the little you ask yourself these questions if you are already in a relationship or you want to create these relationships of course truly just examine your own mind your thoughts your program are you able to regulate your emotions or will you project them onto the person in front of you? Will you place blame on this person and create disharmony within your dynamics because you do not have the ability to mother your inner child, the little you that wants and needs to feel safe and loved, seen and heard. So it's very important when things come up in our life because they will, of course. We all have different karmic cycles that we are dealing with here in this lifetime. And of course, to be human, we're going to be faced with conditions and challenges. It's all about transcending these. In this episode, I'm not really going to be talking about that. I have talked about this before, so definitely tune into the other episodes. I feel like they could definitely build on each other. I'll just say that from now on because I find myself saying, go listen to this episode a lot. So you might as well just start from the bottom and work your way up. So definitely just pay attention. As I said, you guys, there are many red flags when you are dating someone. Just pay attention, but don't place blame 
do not come from a place of judgment. There is a reason your subconscious mind is showing this to you. And then you will make that decision based off if there is alignment because your intuition will send a signal to your subconscious mind letting you know if this person is it or if this person is not. But pay attention to what your partner or the person in front of you is reflecting back to you. So I quickly want to touch on the energy archetypes because as you can begin to realize a need for equal balance is necessary in this reality experience and this goes for our unions, our relationships, especially our love relationships you guys. So you can begin to examine yourself even right now. I'm going to touch base on how the wounded feminine can manifest itself in each gender. So this could be someone that is very emotionally unstable, verbally, emotionally abusive, incredibly insecure and unforgiving. They usually have some kind of mother wound or sister wound or something to do with some kind of feminine figure in their reality. This could also manifest itself as a wounded heart from a previous relationship that did not work out in favor. So there's still some ego attachment there that is creating this space for disharmony. The key here to transcend this wounded feminine is going to be all about setting boundaries and upholding them. In a healthy way, of course, not in a controlling, dominant way. And this has nothing to do with making people uncomfortable and being rude and shutting them out. This means just letting your partner know, communicate with what makes you uncomfortable. And this is what I mean by being able to observe yourself, to be able to really truly self-reflect and be in tune with your mind and body and be honest and authentic with yourself with what makes you feel uncomfortable. Okay, these are boundaries, you guys. It's all about integrating self-love to bring out that healed feminine and begin to rise in this energy of pure love and magnetism. It's all about honoring your authentic expression, which is, of course, pure love, right? The highest source of awareness is the frequency of love here. And as a result, this vibrational match to divine union happens. That's what you want to create, you guys, too, right when I said that. It's all about magnetism from the heart space. This is how we even find these people that are aligned with our pure expression of self, right? This is where how you're going to find your person, how your person is going to manifest. It's not going to be through a chase. It's not going to be through controlling them. It's not going to be through lust or the ego seeking to see what it can gain from someone, whether that be sleeping with them or physical attraction. Maybe they make you look good in some way. It's going to be a true deep bond, you guys. And this is how we cultivate these relationships by getting in tune with your own heart space and doing shadow work. Again, self-reflecting. I'm going to share an analogy that really helped me in my relationships. So it's a bank account analogy and you can't just continue depositing into 
another account because eventually you will just run empty and this is why like i said there needs to be an equal balance because both need to enter into this divine dance by integrating this love within yourself first everything is a harmonious balance of divine masculine and feminine energies you guys as i've talked about before the hemisync right the two brains and harmony okay the healed reality you look at love completely different. You look at reality through a completely different experience. You're able to look at your partner through the eyes of awareness, through the eyes of pure, con unconditional love. And with this, you're completely able to understand them. For example, it's so hard for me to argue at this point in my life because I understand psychology. I understand the workings of the people around me, their unhealed wounds, how their mind works, when what they're comfortable and uncomfortable with, because I ask questions, I listen, and I pay attention, and I'm self-aware. If I were not self-aware, I could not be aware of them. Therefore, I could not serve their highest good, and there would be some kind of imbalance in my relationships. The first person I ever did this with is my mother. And it has shifted our relationship for the better over time. I didn't always have a good relationship with my parents. I held resentment because my ego self was so wounded over some of my experiences when I was younger. But we can transcend this, right? And we can do this with our partners. That's what it's all about. Don't ever think that you have to be completely healed to come into union with someone. It's not about that at all. See, because to accept one thing is also to accept another. This is a dualistic universe. To accept the healed parts of their being, you must accept the unhealed parts of their being. And true love is all about understanding this. Their actions, right? This is the embodiment of true forgiveness. Unconditional love. I'm probably going to say that a lot throughout this episode because honestly, that's what we're working with here in these sacred unions. With anyone that you truly hold close to your heart that you want to develop a better relationship with a more conscious relationship. It's all about growth. So, let's examine the wounded masculine really quick before moving on. This could manifest itself as the narcissist, the abuser, controller, Mr. Right and Wrong. And I don't mean this to be gender specific, it's not. There are women who are like this as well. They would tell you that you are wrong and they are right. I've seen this a lot, actually. They are never wrong. They are never able to self-reflect. Everything is just you, your fault. It's never their fault. They're perfect. They are the victim. This is the victim reality. Blame and possession as well. Okay, and this masculine energy usually sees emotion and vulnerability as weakness, and this is what is currently dominating this society as we speak. Unfortunately, 
we can change that you guys we truly can and this is why I'm not even going to pretend I do not take dating advice or relationship advice of any kind if it's 3d at this point in my life we speak the language of energy first but I'll talk about that in a minute but like I said everything is a manifestation of the subconscious this is how we nav- navigate relationships so seeing the feminine as weak the masculine will seek to dominate it because it's weak it's beneath of course so it's seeking possession with the thought that the more i possess the more masculine i am even women can do this believe it or not it's an energy it's a polarity that can be very much imbalanced within our being you guys this is basically someone that is wounded as well Of course, the wounded masculine, but what I mean is they have unhealed wounds from their past, but this is very much still an empath. This is very much still someone that is seeking love. They're just seeking it through dominance. This is someone that wants to be loved so badly. This person could have trauma, childhood trauma, severe PTSD even. This could be someone that never experienced love in their life. Maybe they were a neglected child. I always say that as adults, we are pretty much a child still at heart. We are just in an adult body. (laughs) So think of yourself like that. You have an inner child that could either be crying in pain, wanting love, but not feeling fulfilled within, feeling as if it's missing something because it is. And that is just your awareness of the love that you already are, the love that you already carry within you naturally. And this is why I've said before, we must break down these barriers and heal ourselves, you guys. Manipulate that energy. Extract the light through the darkness. The truth is, this is weakness, okay? Because... It takes courage and strength to be brave, to trust, right? To speak your truth, to stand in your authentic power, to be vulnerable. Beneath the wounded masculine energy is fear and lack. That's it. They fear vulnerability. They fear rejection. Everything is all about fear, you guys. They want to be certain before making a certain move. They just want everything to be perfect. And if it's not, it's a huge freak out. They blame themselves or they blame the other person. And this just creates a whole mess. So it's so important to examine this within you. And it's okay if you find yourself having these tendencies we are very cyclic healing is a lifelong journey you can't really say i'm totally healed are you really right things come up all the time throughout life we lose people it's inevitable we lose things we lose jobs we lose just all kinds of things it's this balancing act and it can affect us and these things can manifest and this is why it's important to have a conscious partner do you understand that like This creates literally such a heavenly experience, a lifelong relationship possibly. This is your person we're talking about when it comes to divine love. So this is beyond this lifetime. If you ask me, you will most likely manifest your 
body with this person continuously throughout time. <laughs> and it will just feel like time passes by so quickly. It's like this never-ending story. Literally. Actually, you'll know you're with a divine partner. Aside from all of these cues, of course. And someone that's self-aware by time passing by so quickly. Time is a nuisance in connections like these. You have forever. So be aware that you are transcending forever. You're growing forever. That's the goal in a divine union. To come together and get closer to source energy and say, let's do this. Right? It's powerful. This is the power couple. When they merge their energies, anything is possible. Materially, spiritually, emotionally. And then you create a line of conscious children when you decide to have kids together. And guess what? New earth is born. Because that trauma bond is no longer a thing. This is how we break generational curses. This is how we sever those lines of trauma within our families and we create a new world evolved humans that are more conscious this creates the new earth little by little I mean it's happening anyway so you might as well just <laughs> step into this magnetic energy and call in your divine love align with your divine partner you might as well. This world is shifting as we speak. So, the sacred masculine, I want to talk about this really quick. It seeks to serve the feminine. It has surrendered to the feminine. There is no fear. It empowers the feminine. It doesn't feel jealous of the feminine energy, right? It doesn't see it as a challenge or something to conquer very empowering this can manifest itself as your partner encouraging you genuinely though wanting to see you win combining your energy so that you may win together so i've said this in a video before that when the masculine is healed it will experience love by merging with the feminine but when wounded it will experience love by dominating it that's how it believes it's experiencing love if you've ever seen a girl or guys could do this too get mad over who's following who on instagram or whatever social media platform or who you're texting whatever like that's trying to dominate something you're also showing your wounds your insecurities and projecting them onto your partner and placing blame and all of these things you can merge with your divine love by simply aligning with them, but you can also create these relationships because, as I've said before, we can transcend, we can manipulate energies. So nothing is absolute, nothing is stuck, that is an illusion. You can save your relationships, your partnerships. If you're listening to this right now and there's any kind of imbalance in a dynamic that you no longer want, to have an imbalance in know that you can shift this 
by going within and healing yourself. Your partner will reflect this, you guys, and it's a balancing act. It can get very intense. But it takes strength and it takes courage to dive deep into the unknown, into a place where most of humanity fears so much. They just don't know it's what will free them and what will free their soul. So at our core, we are all genuinely just seeking love, you guys. We are all seeking love in some kind of way because we are all seeking home. Our home is the embodiment of love. And this is science even. Ether is known to be magnetic, which is the same magnetism our heart pumps out with each beat. And we increase our magnetic energy when we have a heart awakening. So think about it here. It's that feminine aspect of creation, the subconscious mind, the womb. So let's move on just remember it is not about two healed people finding each other it's about two conscious people coming together with an understanding that the relationship is with energies pretty much and this is so beautiful you guys like i said you don't have to be this perfect being that is such an illusion humanity is not perfection it is perfection having an imperfect experience there's a difference it's about coming together and saying this is me you are completely naked in front of your partner and at soul level the real nude type of thing not the ego nude where you take off your clothes you're bearing your souls to one another and it can be very scary so it will bring up a lot of subconscious fears and inner child healing but that breakthrough is absolutely beautiful and this is all for the purpose of growth what you're doing is seeking union of self using each other's vessels and I don't mean using in a negative way you understand that your vessel is simply the manifestation of these two polarities and you're simply trying to balance them out don't spiritual bypass okay don't say I'm like this because of you because of the mirroring excuse and the mirroring effect of reality it's not one-dimensional you are never like anything because of someone else. There is no one to blame. There is only self, remember. The laws that we talked about in the previous episode, all is mind in this universe. Everything is mental. So there is simply only you. There is only consciousness. The one true reality is what I'm trying to say. But there are separate strings of consciousness within that boom of this reality right so just don't blame your partner it's so important not to just spiritually bypass it's so easy to fall into this i feel like in spiritual communities this can definitely be a thing so just be aware of this grow in love that's what it's all about no one can damage you unless you give them that power 
And I'm not someone that has had this like super easy life where no one's ever hurt me and broke me and all this stuff. This was just simply my reaction. I chose to react. I chose to carry the trauma with me and allow it to store in my body, to take home in my temple. That's so sacred. That doesn't deserve that. Your organs literally do not deserve that. They have a consciousness too. They are alive. Everything in your body is. It hurts your cells. Think about this for a second. If you truly love yourself, you love your temple, you're not going to do this to yourself. You're not going to allow someone to destroy you. It's so important to choose a partner that is not going to tear you apart. Why do that? But you're here to have an experience. A journey back home. And you're here to expand. Don't allow for anyone to tear you apart like this. Just remove yourself. If someone is doing this to you, remove yourself. Send them love though, because remember everyone is a mirror. They could be showing us to love ourselves. It doesn't exactly mean we are a bad person if they are showing us this, by the way. They could be acting as a messenger. The most challenging relationships are our best teachers. It's important to keep that in mind. They act as catalysts. If we can truly understand what's happening here, what they are showing us. I've had many relationships like this that were my catalysts and showed me that I needed to honor myself, to embody self-love, to find fulfillment within. The more you do this, the more you align with your divine feminine or masculine. Keep this in mind. Healing is not a solo journey, you guys. We are wounded within relationships and transcend these wounds by practicing vulnerability. We heal and develop a stronger sense of self and deepen the ability to self-soothe. And we can see conflict as a gateway. As I said a minute ago, we can see challenging relationships as these just literally blessings in our life that come to help us grow. Shift your perspective. So, let's think about this. When two people commit to building a sacred union, they're really just committing to an authentic, self-loving relationship to self. I'm sure you've realized that by now, but I sometimes will repeat myself because that truly helps just instill it into your mind as well. Repetition. And as you heard in the intro of this episode, the tiny moments of choice are what these conscious relationships are just all about. Every single day making a decision to love one another, to understand one another, to work on yourself. Telling the truth, noticing that we're all projecting, finding the courage by taking responsibility. 
And what's beautiful is your nervous system will eventually begin to regulate and heal by learning to stay at a high level of aliveness. The reason I say it like this is because our nervous system is literally the tree of life. For those that read scripture, and for those that don't, either way, our nervous system, right? The Literally the first thing that's created. The tree of life, you guys. We're here to nurture this. We're here to find balance, to love, to find self-worth, to eat healthy, to take care of our temple. And when I say eat healthy, I don't just mean food and the relationships around us and what we choose to feed on and what we choose to feed. Right? You don't want your tree of life to be in disharmony. As I said, a few minutes ago, I said that the wounded masculine and feminine energies can manifest in these ways. You can experience anxiety. You can experience PTSD from relationships when this happens. You must nurture this part of you and regulate. Because, you know, the beauty in having this high level of aliveness, this love within you, is that you no longer need to numb yourself by lying, breaking agreements, hiding feelings. And think about this, right? It limits your expansion, literally, as a whole throughout life. If you're wanting to grow even as an individual, and you are in a dynamic that does not allow for this because your nervous system is completely shot from feeding a toxic partner and exchanging energies with this low vibrational energies that is just not coming from the heart space. You're depleting your energy and fear is literally contracting you guys. It is the opposite of expansion. So why do this to yourself? You are hurting yourself. You are hurting your partner because you are not allowing for them to grow either. So it's creating this like just energy of completely holding you back. Literally you guys, fear makes a wide cosine wave across our DNA strands, but love creates a shorter cosine wave which this literally touches more of the DNA strands our body emanates as frequency. So what this does is give us more control over our destiny and ability to co-create with others. So you are literally affecting yourself, you guys. These dynamics can be so powerful because when you come together, as I said, this is like that Bonnie and Clyde romantic relationship, but fairy tale version you are a power couple you are powerful as an individual in this dynamic and you are a powerful force when you are together reminds me of that song with neo where he talks about being a movement by himself but a force when he is with his woman that's so ugh, i don't know i just love those <laughs> I only want conscious relationships in my life, honestly. And it's not even a matter of want, it's simply what I'm aligning myself with because I'm doing the work and I'm not afraid to dive deep into the darkness and find that light within me.
it's another thing. You cannot be afraid of the shadow self when it comes up. Don't run from it. Simply understand it. Reflect on why it's coming up and listen to your partner. Because their inner child needs to feel heard. It needs to feel seen. Just as much as yours does. We are one body in this light of consciousness. Spiritually speaking and quantum speaking, let's talk about how to attract these relationships and just completely stop attracting toxic partners into our reality. We touched on how to attract these dynamics, first of all, because we understand the more we expand our heart space by having that heart awakening and healing our wounds and forgiving others and embodying self-love and we've reached that point and you're just automatically going to attract these partnerships toward you that are going to be genuine but there's a little bit more to it so why do we attract toxic people first let's understand as i said your subconscious mind is literally navigating this reality it's choosing your partnerships for you and telepathy is constantly taking place. As I said, frequency is our true language. And this is why I literally will not tune into any 3D relationship advice. I don't care because all that manifestation of this subconscious mind. All it is the ego literally responding to what's already happening energetically. Our 3D responses are just that. We're responding to a telepathic connection and communication. We're always sending out signals, picking up on cues. We are constantly communicating energetically, you guys, and you cannot turn this off. You might as well know it. <laughs> that way you can at least be aware of it and navigate this reality with more confidence. So the ego can basically just read the data and decide to be with someone based on what it can get. And this is why I simply just won't tune in to these things anymore. I want to get down to that nitty gritty. Like, I want to know the source that all of these issues and all of these divine unions are manifesting from. This is how we transform. Anyway, any psychologist will dive into your subconscious mind to locate the issue, the imbalance, before they even begin to get into the other aspects and what the brain is doing. So this comes first. <laughs> so ask yourself this, okay? This is a great way to really self-reflecting right now as you listen to this podcast. Ask yourself, are you a victim to life? Because if you are, you'll most likely bond with someone that is, right? You'll click with this person and create a trauma bond. Because you aren't a threat to the ego. There's no growth here. You're not threatening to unalive the ego or the identity that is attached to all of these wounds. A good example is meeting someone and you talk about how hard life is or all of the things that you've just experienced recently and how the president is horrible and you were agreeing with each other and you're like just, oh my God, you're loving it. The vibes are immaculate. You're aligning 
oh my god this is your person this is not coming from a place of love therefore it is not coming from a place of authentic energy let's say though for a minute that you can develop a connection with this person you are bonding with because again we can transcend trauma bonds twin flames are a great example of this but that's for another episode these things can come up in these relationships too but don't be fooled is what I'm trying to say let your intuition speak to you your intuition will be the one to tell you if this is your person or not but don't go off of the vibes and aligning with these unfortunate events in your life don't do that it just creates this negative space in the future this person nine times out of ten will end up showing a side of themselves you would not expect because they are wounded this is what the unhealed do and it's okay i just want you to know this and honestly you repel energies that you are not aligned with subconsciously for instance, if someone is absolutely healing, right, they're on their journey, they're super conscious, someone that is not is going to be repelled by this person. They're going to find something off about them. They're going to pick at them, maybe even laugh. And then the opposite is true as well. When someone is on a healing journey, you do not, you are simply not attracted to someone who isn't how this works it's all just energy a great way to repel someone that is in their toxic mind and feeding their ego is finding your self-worth and people cannot stand this like narcissists look at you and they want to pick you apart and it's just they just can't stand you they are repelled by you they run away from you let them your intuition will speak to you when it is your person reject energies immediately when your intuition does not signal that this is your person i'm telling you don't doubt this and this is why i'm saying one of the foundations the fundamental ways to even realize someone is meant for you at this point in time in your life is your ability to be truly tapped into your intuition and honoring that don't question it your intuition is never wrong. It's impossible. Your intuition is literally the highest source of wisdom that you have access to through this vessel. Never deny that truth. Your mind is a different story. Your mind will tell itself all kinds of things. But do not doubt that intuition. Especially ladies, we have a powerful intuition for a reason, you guys. So let's use it for the right reasons, though. So ask yourself, are you punishing the old you for not knowing better? That's another way of identifying a certain wound you may not be seeing. How are you punishing the old you? Are you blaming yourself for something not working out? Are you sulking? Are you neglecting a part of yourself, your health? Are you down and maybe just eating snacks all day and hot Cheetos and drinking alcohol, hurting yourself, not nurturing your body, your home, 
we have to remember that power is not matching the energy of someone not in theirs. And I notice in this society that people are doing this and for some reason painting it as cool. If someone does this to you, oh, do that to them. Like, why are you matching the energy of someone literally not in their power? What does that mean for you? What does that mean for your life? You're playing mind games with someone that played mind games with you. The person is already hurt. What are you going to do? Exaggerate? Throw salt in the wound? For what do you get out of it? Because you're still hurt. It still happened. You can't rewind it. Power is being able to lose a love and finding that same love twice within yourself. You're never going to find fulfillment by trying to seek revenge, by trying to play mind games and things like that, you guys. This is manifesting the most toxic of toxic partners into your reality. Don't do that to yourself. You are a divine being, babe. And there's different forms of toxicity. So, for example, if you have a partner that is codependent, remember, this is not really a toxic trait, but a wounded inner child. You can navigate through this. Remember, codependents are not actually dependent on someone else. They are entirely dependent on the beliefs that the person reinforces to continue informing them of who they are and why they're unworthy, right? It's not so much that they're relying on others' approval all of the time. However, this is a trait as well. But this can be transcended. I'm talking about toxic partners that like literally abuse you, talk down to you, make you doubt yourself, just strip you of your, God, like you look in the mirror and you don't even recognize yourself type of partners. That is not how you attract a conscious relationship in your life. If you have been through a partnership like this and you have not healed from it, it's not how you do it. Always remember that neglecting your own needs does not make you easier to love. It doesn't. This is a program. You are worthy of love, naturally born worthy of love because you are the embodiment of it. It's already within you. So break down those barriers and that programming and heal yourself and transcend. And you can do this with a partner. It's even more powerful with a partner. This is in sacred texts, actually. You are more powerful in a partnership like this than by yourself. Trust me. There are many sacred texts that speak of the two in one. And how two is better than one. You guys, this is a force. The power to create a whole new universe. And I do want to say this. You guys, ladies, remember, if a man doesn't know the creator, this man can't truly ever know a woman because this man will fear the death and mystery of both. So seek someone that will literally, or I'm sorry, don't seek this person. Align with someone that is not afraid of going into the depths of themselves, of going into that unknown being brave 
tapping into their yin. This is where it's at. Because unsafety is only appealing to men when they're immature and ruled by their shadows. And unsafety is only attractive to women when they are living from their wounds and not their hearts, their feminine energy, you guys. It's all about transcending. I've said that a hundred times, I'm sure. But it's true. Before I close this out, I do want to say we only ever seek what we feel is lacking within. Right? So if you ever find yourself seeking a partner, you feel lonely, you feel like you need someone, there's some kind of lack energy. Be aware of this because this means that there is some kind of void within yourself that you are neglecting and not tending to. Okay? And there is also a difference between wanting love and intimacy. You ever feel like you miss someone, maybe an ex, but you truly don't miss the relationship. You miss the intimacy. That's it. Some people have left their relationships due to lack of intimacy for this reason. You could never leave a true loving relationship in these ways. It's impossible. <laughs> so lack is present somewhere here once we feel a desire, once you feel the need to seek something externally toward a person. Or some fulfillment because the, remember the ego is looking for what it can get from someone that could be happiness that could be intimacy that could be reassurance anything anything this empowers the ego makes them feel fulfilled but it's a false sense of illusion we must find fulfillment within ourselves and in these ways we attract a beautiful partner that is whole within themselves too and like I said this doesn't mean totally healed but they have the awareness that they are whole within and this creates a beautiful like literally a fairy tale relationship I'm not even gonna lie you might think these relationships in movies and stuff are fake that's a program babe it's very real I call these a new earth relationship honestly Let's cultivate them. We're here to lay down the groundwork anyway, you guys. Honestly. Don't think you're here by mistake and just because. <laughs> Dolores Cannon talks about these waves of volunteers. I just want to throw this in there as a side note. Definitely look into this. There are videos on YouTube. You guys, I highly recommend studying her work. Anyway, let's get back into this. I get thrown off sometimes but yeah is it the relationship that you truly want or intimacy self-reflect think about this right if you are seeking someone and you're on dating apps you guys i'm telling you delete it delete those dating apps babe they end in disaster i've seen people get literally murdered from dating apps and i know that's not a common thing and people have literally met the love of their lives on dating apps i'm not saying it's impossible but you better believe there's some kind of disharmony in their relationship and it might not last you guys it's the honest truth 
These are such BS, honestly. I personally have never been on a dating app. I've had people make fake profiles of me on dating apps. I sometimes get DMs and it's horrible. But you know what? I will never join one. And I take pride in that. And I'm telling you right now, get off if you're on them. Okay, let's take the journey inward here. I promise you, once you realize that there is beauty and perfection and creation in all of reality, you won't feel this emptiness. You won't feel the need to seek something. You're going to align with your divine counterpart. You know that, right? They're literally waiting in the 5D for you. (laughs) They're waiting. I promise you they're waiting. What you desire desires you. (laughs) And from the heart, genuinely. Whatever you're aligned with is calling you. So what's beautiful about this, obviously cultivating this within ourselves, is that our magnetic field, it naturally increases when fully in love and presence and fully integrated, right? Your dynamic becomes impermeable. And this is how you become a match This is how to truly attract conscious love. This is how you meet your divine love, babe. Through increasing the magnetic field, it almost sends out this calling, right? The other person has this expanded magnetic field as well, and it's like you crash. Two star systems exploding, almost. You will know when you meet your person you will know you will see signs you will see symbols you'll see their name you'll hear them in music (laughs) and this is crazy but if you are not in a current partnership with your divine love right now don't run from this it's very real it's just scary at first because you are becoming more aware right Your intuition is speaking to you. Remember, our true language is frequency. So wherever there is frequency, there's going to be communication. And there's frequency in all things, especially music, especially, let's say, the time, right? You're going to see angel numbers on your clock, maybe, and signs on buildings and things like that. Everything's in flow. So yeah, you guys, I just wanted to share this with you and I feel like this is only going to be a part one because I want to get deeper into this in further episodes down the line. I'm definitely going to be talking about these partnerships and different things within these dynamics, but I just really wanted to talk about what it is, how we can begin to cultivate these relationships in our lives that serve our highest expression of course, why wouldn't you want to do that? And bring awareness to you so you can begin that that journey inward, as I said. It only serves you, you guys. But just be mindful if you're attracting toxic people. And uh, there's many different people listening to this right now. Like some of you are in conscious partnerships. Some of you are wanting to attract a 
divine partnership and others are like why do I keep attracting toxic people and you want to know how to break this cycle this should help and this should be a great start and it's not anything too overwhelming so just literally look at yourself self-reflect it's all about that be patient with yourself too this is a journey I call it a cosmic journey because that's technically what it is so <laughs> thank you for sitting with me here especially it's 2 a.m here in south florida and i'm always so grateful for you guys don't forget to leave me a review it really helps reach more of an audience and i genuinely hope this reaches more people because i'm aiming to help and to serve our collective in these ways through this podcast with my messages so leaving a review definitely helps push it in the search i believe i'm not entirely sure how it works but yeah show your love i will be giving shout outs in the future so i'm always grateful for that anyway i love you guys and see you for the next episode